tell your friends the Mark and Max show is back and better than ever. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. LifeRadio.fm. It's the Mark and Max show. Hey, Mark, I got to tell you something. Now, because it's okay. early enough to find out. All right. Yeah. Remember yesterday? <laughs> because you'll forget. Little, <laughs> yes. Yesterday morning, I had to do a little medical thing. You know, mm. just it's an, an annual thing. Yeah. And yeah. so, not a big deal. Uh, I go in and it's a blood draw, and then I go back yeah. a couple hours later. They do another one, and then they compare the two, and bah. Anyway, mm-hmm. well, it was taking too long yesterday morning before the show, and right. getting, I, I, I get it. You know, they're already right. there. It's not like I'm asking anybody yeah. to do. But they get in there early and they piddle around for a couple hours and then they start doing this. So I did. It is asking them to do a little bit earlier than normal, yeah. but not that yeah. much. I, when you told me about it, I was I I thought to myself, wait, they're in that early? <laughs> yeah, they're actually in there at, at I think four o'clock. Hey. Um, yeah, but anyway, but most of them are off on Friday. That's the whole thing. Uh, you know, they work a four day week. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So anyway, but they were kind of. It, it wasn't as organized as it usually is. And I was just a little, eh, you know, mm-hmm. and then I go back later on, you know, after we get done, I go back and uh, I'm getting the other part done. And, um, I find out that they're not on, they're not wrong. I am. I came on the wrong day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What they did was they accommodated me because that's awesome nobody had the heart to say hey dave no you know so yeah they the early morning people thought they were wrong and so they just took care of it right oh, great. And, and so when i went back that was when they had looked up everything and they were like no you weren't even supposed to, you were supposed to be here tomorrow meaning so today. that's why they weren't ready yeah, for you exactly so i didn't you know the thing is i didn't raise my voice my eyebrow right. i didn't do anything yeah. i just you know assumed somebody didn't do their gig and Right. But I didn't get mad at anybody. But yeah, I should have been mad at me. I'm the one that messed. I messed up twenty people's day. Wow! Before I even knew it, and didn't even know it. But didn't even know it to apologize. Yikes! Yeah. Well, welcome to my club. Your your membership cards in the mail. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mag Show. You know, back in the, uh, I don't know, early to mid-90s, I'm not exactly sure when Vegas Vacation was made with Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. Okay, yeah. Uh, but it was really, it, the ratings were there. I mean, it was not reviewed very well, right, but right, I yeah. liked it. I thought it was funny, you know. I thought it was humorous. Uh, but in there, there's a scene where one of Cousin Eddie's kids, because he has so many, um, <coughs> has tatted himself up. He's got the tattoos everywhere. and Right, yeah. Um, and he's got the piercings everywhere. And at some point, he got too many piercings, and he pierced his mouth closed. Oh, no. And uh, yeah, and they're like, well, how do you eat? I throw a straw, you know? Like, <laughs> so I saw this. I tattooed my eyeballs purple, and I thought, Cousin Eddie's kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a heavily tattooed woman has hit back at trolls who say the world must be ending because of her extreme <laughs> ink. And she insisted her tattoos make her feel comfortable in her skin. And give her the confidence to be herself. I'm sorry, <laughs> but wouldn't herself be without tattoos? Um, Swara Alam got her first tattoo when she was 29, but after deciding she wanted the picture of a lion covered up, she went for an unusual result, opting to have both her arms completely covered in black ink. So her arms are both completely wow. black. Now, wow. 10 years later, the artist... There's your clue. Also has her neck, throat, chest, and back entirely inked black, as well as her favorite tattoo to date, her purple eyeballs. Wow. But Suara, who also has several facial piercings, admitted that despite her ink giving her a sense of self-confidence, cruel trolls have targeted her online because of the way she looks. Speaking about her purple eyeball tattoo, she says, I can say that it was love at first sight. I love the color deep purple. They say that eyes are the window to the soul. I do believe my soul radiates in a lovely purplish color. Wow. With the purple eyeball tattoo, I can now show my true color to the world through my eyes. I'm hearing two things at the same time battling out of my head. Uh Uh-huh. Puppy Love by Donny Osmond because he wore the purple socks all the time. Okay. And True Colors by Cindy Lauper. It's like... (laughs) uh, 
liferadio.fm. Mark and Mac show. And all right, when we were talking about the lady with the purple eyeball thing, yes, uh, Mark was, you've told me the story before about yeah. a fellow in your uh, former congregation that yeah. you were part of a church. And because we do things when we're young and mm-hmm. we think might think it's very cool or whatever, but in this day and age, and you know, uh, where it seems like, People like to do things that are going to cause real permanent damage for them. You know, I think about like getting a tattoo on your head. Okay. You mm -hmm. shave your head to get a tattoo. Yeah. It shows off who you are and everything else. But what happens later on in life? Right. When, you know, you grow up and (laughs) you really don't want to relive that. Like you want to share stories of your past. You don't want to relive it every day. Maybe. Yeah. But when you're, here you go. You're, you're sitting in church. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in 60 years ago, you were the tough young biker guy. It's got <laughs> tattoos all over his arms. And so, you know what? I'm getting my Harley tattooed on my dome. It's going to be on top of my head. I, and, and clearly he shaved his head and had the tattoo on his head. And then later in life, yeah, the hair grows in. He covers it up. Now he's in wow. his seventies. Wow. <laughs> The male pattern baldness has kicked in, and there's wow. that Harley. You know, wow. <laughs> All I can think of it's not a badge of courage; it is a badge of stupidity that you can now share. You know, with every group in your church, every youth group, yep. just go around. You know, I mean, it's it's terrific for him as as far as lessons. You know, teaching younger people lessons. Yeah. If he's going to do that, that's great. Yes, you know, because you know people can ask him questions about. Mm-hmm. Hey, tell me about that tattoo on your yeah. head. You know. And it's yep. great. It's great. But most people don't think about the long-term effects of the things that they do, yep. you know, and they get the, they get tattoos in various places to, and they don't think about the fact that 30 years from now, that's not going to be in the same place. It's going to be drooped right. down to here or, <laughs> <laughs> or it's, it's going to be like faded out and looked really, it's just going to look nasty. Years they from see now, something you know? on you in church and they say, you know, we really want you to share your testimony, but would you write down what happened over here first? We need to review this. <laughs> liferadio.fm the mark and mag show and you know mark there was a story years ago and i i'm talking probably 30 40 years ago now and it was an april uh fool's joke on the radio and, and newspaper and i can't remember where it was but they had this coordinated effort between radio tv and a newspaper and it was a story about growing pasta and oh yeah it yeah. talked you know it seemed like they built it up like because of the, the lack of rain, the pasta isn't coming in like usual. And they showed these poor women out in the fields and there's pasta sticking up, but it's yeah, really, you know, yes. just so funny, you know? And yep. it's like, people really bought into it. It was mm-hmm. like, I, I love the idea of pulling off a big one like that. Yep. So whenever I see a story that includes noodles in it, <laughs> I immediately go, I need to check weekly world news and the inquirer right, first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other day we had the story about 500 pounds of uh, macaroni and spaghetti being right. found. Right. Yeah. And today we got this guy in China. He's a bus driver. He was fined after passengers reported he was slurping away at a bowl of noodles while he was driving. He's, he's driving the bus, slurping away at his noodles. This went on for about 10 minutes. He was hauling about 20 passengers around town at the time. During that time, he even managed to answer his phone multiple times. So <laughs> you're on the bus. Your driver is, you know, he's answering his phone. Wait a minute. He's eating noodles. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, this is China. I'm su- I'm surprised this is not a daily thing in like New York, you know? <laughs> I know. I'm just thinking, wait a minute, this just doesn't seem that weird. Yeah, know? for some reason it doesn't. If you've been on, I don't know, around where we live around Birmingham, if you've been on the loop on I-459 <laughs> going from one place to another, you look around, you see people eating hamburgers, yeah. tacos, things like that, you know. <laughs> a bowl of noodles is not a big stretch. No, while you're reading the paper. Yes. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. And uh, <laughs> this is not true. This can't be true. Uh-huh. Um, because everything in Australia is destined to kill you, right? I mean, that's bottom line. I, yeah, There's not any, much. every, from, you know what? The dirt in Australia <laughs> is there to kill you. That's what it is. Well, so when it says a woman survived on lollipops and wine for nearly five days mm-hmm. after getting lost in Australia. 
Mm-hmm. In the bush? In the bush, Come on. In the bush, yeah. <laughs> lollipop and wine. Where did you find the lollipops and wine in the Australian bush? I don't know. But and if you took it with you, why? <laughs> what was your point? You're going out into the bush. You don't take lollipops and did Did you ride to the bush on your unicorn? Is that what we did here? <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> It's a miracle you survived if you did. (laughs) Rescuers in Australia were able to find a woman who had been lost for several days in the bushland and had survived only on wine and lollipops. Police were searching by helicopter in the dense bushland when they were able to find the 48-year-old woman, identified only as Lillian. She was expected by her family to visit, and when she didn't arrive, they filed a missing persons report with the police. The video shows her waving at the helicopter and later a police van arriving to rescue Lillian. She told police that she realized she'd made a wrong turn when she drove into a dead end on a dirt road. When she tried to backtrack, her car got stuck in mud and she had no cell phone coverage. Um, Wodonga Police Station Sergeant Martin Torpy says Lillian was found a good 60 kilometers away from the nearest town. And due to health issues, she was unable to try to walk for uh try and walk for help so she stayed in her car she used great common sense to stay with her car and not wander off into the bushland which assisted in police being able to find her she was only planning a short day trip so she'd only taken a couple of snacks and lollies with her but no water the woman only had wine that she thought that she brought as a gift for her mom uh, who added that Lillian didn't normally drink alcohol. She was also able to use the heater in the car to provide warmth overnight. The temperature low in that area was, uh, let's say, 36 degrees, so it mm-hmm. got cold that night. She was hospitalized and treated for dehydration. She was extremely relieved and grateful to see us when we were, <laughs> and we were just as happy to see her, says wow. Mr. Torpy. Mm. But she was drunk and, uh, you know... <laughs> Yeah, wow. and dehydrated. Yeah, alcohol yeah. does that to you. But oh, I know that's the worst thing. People yeah. don't realize, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now at least it explains why she had the wine and lollies. But yeah, uh, exactly. You know, day trip. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Sometimes I think people just lie. You know, this doesn't sound true. <laughs> There's got to be more to it. She decided she was going to get away from it all, and she yep. succeeded. <laughs> liferadio.fm it's the mark and mac show hey man i don't i i hate to just pop this on you but huh? i just haven't had a chance to, did you know about the uh the latest update on the natalie holloway case yes he's the uh, jordan vandersloot's been extradited to birmingham yeah yeah but i'm i haven't been able to uh, that came from a statement from beth holloway yesterday yes um uh, and she said that uh you know he had he's been in prison uh-huh. in peru right yeah for murdering um, somebody down there. He's been in jail for well, five years. Yeah. Yeah. He, but no longer than that. It's like, think, uh, he, but anyway, he actually murdered this girl. He was in Peru and doing, and he was actually, this is the sad part and this is yeah. what's going to come out. Okay. Um, he actually, I got to get out of the page. All right. <laughs> but I'm trying to find out more on it. Okay. But right. Bottom line is your on Bandersloot, uh, was most people believe he had something to do with Natalie Holloway's mm-hmm. disappearance and or murder. Uh, but, Back in 2010, I think it was, he actually told uh, Beth Holloway that for cash, for $250,000, he would tell her what happened to Natalie and where her body could be found. Hmm. She wired him. She, of course, you know, hey, but don't tell the cops. And, of course, yeah, she was working sure. with everybody from the FBI. This is, right. you know, a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. And so Nat, so uh, Beth Holloway actually, you know, sends him, like, I think fifteen grand, uh, wire transfers it, and then wires him another ten grand. The authorities are involved with it the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how they got him for this because he never. And he admitted, I don't know. I'm. I. I don't have anything to tell you. The guy is just a lying sack. But yes. he took the money and he went to Peru. And it was while he was in Peru, he picks up this girl, and he is in the bathroom or something. He comes out and she's looking on his laptop, and there it is. The story about how he what he did with Natalie Holloway, apparently, right? Hmm. And that's what he says made him go into a rage and kill her. Wow. And so he killed her and he was found in the, actually you can see uh, the hotel room security cameras yeah. that you see the two of them going into his room. Then you see him coming out by himself the next morning, getting coffee and coming back in. Yeah. And then the, she's never 
and then you never see her coming out. And that's how he was convicted. Wow. Well, he was sentenced for a, uh, a long time in prison yeah. um, in Peru. But he has since fathered a child in there. Um, he's done all kinds of things. Mm. So I don't know. And when she said that he was already extradited, he's already in Birmingham. Wow. I was shocked. Yeah. Because I, I thought we knew. Uh, you know, I, I, I would have thought we would have told ahead of time. But, mm -hmm. again, he's still serving that time in Peru. He's yeah got more to go. Yeah. But. Yeah, he had a 28-year prison sentence. I'm sorry, that's what I was right. trying to find. Yeah, and I think it was five years after the Holloway yeah. thing was when he right. went to jail, yeah. Right, yeah. and so here we are, and I, obviously in my other world, I'll be dealing with this today. Wow, um, yeah. But, you know, one thing I did have a chance to, several, a couple of years ago, is talk to Beth, and um, she actually was, you know, at the time, uh, the Mark and Mac show, we covered this that morning. Yeah, Remember when they, yeah. they landed, and it was like, in, in early in the show, like in the 5 a.m. hour, we got a call from some of the mm -hmm. girls so that had been on the trip. One of our girls is missing. Yeah. Yeah. And so she did. We couldn't find her when, you know, yeah. it's time to catch the plane. Yeah. And I rem I'll never forget that call, man. Mm. Golly gee whiz, B. So anyway, um, the one thing we will tell you is it, now here we are at that time of the year where a lot of young people do go on um, a trip of a lifetime. You know, right, a graduation yeah. present from high school or college. Yep. And... The, there are a couple things that come to mind. The buddy system, and mm -hmm. you should always use the buddy system in yeah. life. In life. Yeah. Uh, and, by the way, they had in they had done that on the trip to Aruba. They did have the buddy system, but, you know, sometimes people don't follow the rules, and yeah. it leads to mm -hmm. horrible things. Yep. And so, anyway... I, I encourage you to tell your children, always use the buddy system. Never, ever sit. When you're in a place you don't know, mm -hmm. with people you don't know. Yep. Oh, come and on. Especially I, if you're not if you're not on U.S. soil. Yeah, buddy. If you were in a foreign country, oh. you had you had better. And you've be, done a lot of that traveling. I've, I've done some, yeah. Well, I mean, and you've I've, done a lot with regards to the church stuff. You know, the, yeah. the uh, outreach ministries. The, yeah. the pictures you sent me. Where were those pictures that had all the wires going everywhere? Oh, and, yeah, uh, that was Honduras, yeah. Yeah. That was Tegucigalpa, Honduras, where the, yeah, where this is just like, yikes. The yeah. the wiring, they don't they don't take down the old wires that don't work anymore. They just string new ones. So eventually you just got this, <laughs> you got this horrible mess. But it was like Spider-Man came in and does. did your wiring. And the thing is, though, that it, even if you do just tourist stuff, like you go on a cruise, right? You go on a cruise and you go, you take the tours and such, then you just see where the tours take you, where they want you to go. Right. If you, if you happen to, to be wandering around the cruise port and go a couple of blocks off the cruise port streets, then you see what life is really like. And you start getting very, very nervous because mm -hmm. you just, you, <laughs> it's, it's pretty obvious that you could get mugged everything you could, you know, it's dangerous. It's dangerous wow. in the places that are not uh, that are not secured for the purposes of commerce. You know, for tourism, if you yeah. get out, of, you get away from the tourist areas. In a lot of places, you're taking your life into your own hands. You'd better be very, very careful. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac Show. You know, Mark, we get reports of, we get stories out of Dubai on a yeah. fairly regular basis. We mm -hmm. don't do that many of them, but, yeah. you know, you see Dubai and you, you know, you see the buildings they've built and things like that. And it's just pretty amazing. Um, but amidst all the money and everything else, I saw a story and I, I, I don't think it was a hundred percent accurate, like currently, but at the beginning it was, and it was where they had a problem with their sewage system huh. and they were like having to dump the dump in trucks and take it off you know the, yeah they yeah. couldn't put it in the pipes and stuff yeah i don't know if they, i'm assuming they fixed it but they're all billionaires i think even the homeless beggars are billionaires there you know <laughs> oh wait they're millionaires yeah that's what it is the homeless people are millionaires it's yeah. the billionaires who, yeah there's yeah. so much money in dubai yeah. it's just wow. amazing one of the screensavers on apple tv which we have apple tv at our house one of the screensavers is like drone footage from way up in the air over mm -hmm. Dubai. And it's just like, it literally looks like computer generated buildings from a science fiction movie. It's just, really, it's just amazing. The places, okay. the, the, the architecture, the, the, the money, it's just all mm -hmm. money. It's, it's <laughs> just amazing. 
It is one of the most lavish and exotic cities in the world, and it's home to hundreds of record-breaking achievements in every every sector you can think of, ranging from the tallest building to the deepest swimming pool for diving. They actually have this pool that's hundreds of feet deep. It's just wow. Yeah. Dubai is the home to many, many things that are just way over the top. And now it's added the most expensive car registration in the world to that list. (laughs) The plate number P-7. P-7. Okay. Was bought for a whopping $14.97 million during an auction. Wow. Yeah. $14.97 million for a license plate. The auction held at Four Seasons Hotel in uh, uh, Jumeirah was for charity and held by the uh, Emirates Auction Company. Proceeds from the sale went to One Billion Meals, a campaign by the ruler of Dubai and Prime Minister of the UAE, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, to help vulnerable people around the world. Multiple license plates were auctioned that night with others selling for between $38,000 and $800,000. Straight up, I'm going to find something creative to put up for auction next time they do this, and I'm going to go down (laughs) and start bidding on it until I get it up to $100 million. You know, that's that's it. (laughs) How do you tell a person has just too much money? Mm, Odds are they live in Dubai. radio.fm the mark and mac show and you know mark um we were talking about dubai a few minutes ago yeah and i am going to go find that drone footage that you're talking about that, that <laughs> yeah because it just sounds really cool but you know mission impossible 27 or 53 or whatever it was i think they had one you know with tom cruise in in dubai and he was like climbing on the outside of a of the world's tallest building or one of them you know and it was in yeah. dubai and yeah. they had a sandstorm come rolling in yeah and it's like that was about all I really knew about Dubai, you know, from, mm-hmm. and I mean this, I, I don't know much about that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I remember in that movie and watching him climb because I know everything in that movie has done real because Tom Cruise doesn't believe in using stunt doubles <laughs> and, uh, and certainly no blue screen or green screen. He's oh, climbing that building, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh-huh. but it did strike me that one of those interesting things, okay. Is that, even though I know I'm watching a movie, right? I know it's not real, and I still get the little sweats, you know, like <laughs> Fear of Heights thing. Yeah. Um, I noticed with Cliffhanger when uh, 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 Sylvester Stallone is, you know, there are these mountain climbers and all yeah. that, and they, and even though I remember, and you're talking about a movie that came out 30 years ago, and oh, yeah. I'm old. And I remember when it came out, it showed, you know, Sylvester Stallone and, the other guy, they were, you know, climbing in these mountains and they're doing all this extreme climbing and they had a gun that would actually shoot the, uh, <laughs> you know, the guy wire, they, you know, the rope holders, I don't know what it's called, but it would actually shoot into this, into the rock, this thing that you could string a rope through and use right. it, yeah. you know, for climbing. Yeah. And it, it looked like something that would really exist. I mean, pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And I remember when the movie came out and they were like, please stop. It's not real. All these mountain climbing companies were like, where do I get that? You know, no, they made it up for the movie, man. Yeah. It's a movie. Hello. And and that's what made me wonder. I wonder how many people saw that mission impossible movie with Tom Cruise climbing the outside of that building with his sticky gloves, you know, and how many people tried to buy those sticky gloves or the, how many people are trying to buy the contact lenses that actually are a video camera in real time, you know, it's, yeah. amazing stuff like that that you mm-hmm. see in movies that most of us would think yeah that's that's pretty interesting yeah you know oh, what that's w- not like we're going those poor people mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember when jay leno used to do the man on the street things where he'd go out and yes. ask him questions to talk to people i would love to see him go do a, a thing like hey and show him a quick video hey so do you do you think is this real or not Oh, real or not real real or not real <laughs> i would love to that see would that be cool. yes okay <laughs> we're gonna find it yeah on it. Life radio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. And, you know, we have made plenty of jokes about crime con and things like that, usually at my <laughs> expense, but yes. it is part of my other life, you know, right, yeah. what I do after this. And I'm, 
proud of a lot of the work we do with that because there are a lot of things that do need resolution. Mm -hmm. uh, may, might not be big on an international scale, but you know what? Whenever you have a person uh, or a family that has been affected by crime, um, they need some resolution there. On this particular story, I'm thinking this is like after the fact trying to figure out, you know, how I feel about it kind of thing. If I was a family member, the headline says Northern California woman hid mother's death for 10 years. Yeah. I'm thinking, all right, yeah. what was the psycho movie? You know, where, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Norman. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> was this at the Bates motel? <laughs> was I, that's it. Bates. I was trying to think of the Bates motel. <laughs> that's it. Wow. Well, authorities have found skeletal remains of a Ukiah woman whose death was concealed for as long as a decade by her now deceased daughter in order to use her mom's bank account wow. the matter which ukiah police are investigating as a suspicious death was discovered april 24th after police were contacted by the elder woman's son no names have been released no arrests are expected to be made because the lone suspect is now dead the officials say the man who told police he lived out of state said his mother lived with his sister in ukiah he returned to ukiah last month because his 58 year old sister was hospitaled uh, hospitalized and she later died he told the police he last communicated with their mother before she died in august of 2013 the sister claimed their mother's remains were transported to a medical research facility as per her wishes and no alarms were raised because the mother had been in poor health following the sister's death last month the man was at their home and discovered financial documents in his mother's name including recent banking and checking account activity <laughs> wow uh-oh Authorities said there is no official record of the mother's passing, and investigators suspect the daughter hid her mother's death in order to keep the bank accounts open. Skeletal remains were discovered on the property, and a pathologist concluded the mother died of natural causes. Wow. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the daughter was using some Social Security benefits, yeah, that's, I'm that's guessing. What, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what do you do when there's no nobody left to prosecute? Mm. Yeah. No bad for the son. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just, I wonder how often stuff like this takes place that we never hear of. Because, like, in this case, we wouldn't have heard of this if the son hadn't uncovered it. Right. Yeah. Surely it's not really a thing where people are hiding parents so they can keep the money coming in. Uh, I would hope not. But on the other hand... Uh, we have stories like this on a, not on a regular basis, but every few months we'll mm -hmm. run across a story where somebody yeah. has hidden the passing of somebody's loved one so they can keep the social security checks coming, yeah. things like that. So wow. it's, it's, <laughs> oh it's not unique. Yeah, that's a good point. It's not unique, but it is different. Mm-hmm. liferadio.fm it's the Mark and Mac show as we uh, cruising along singing his song side by side yay TikTok uh, TikTok yeah. yeah I Mark have you downloaded the app do you use it no I don't have the app I don't mm -mm. I don't either don't use it well, I don't because I know I, look I already think that you know I'm being spied on by all my you know laptops computer the, my phone they're all spying on us all the right, time yeah. anyway. Yeah. With TikTok, we know the Chinese government's involved in that. So mm -hmm. why give them even more? You know, that kind of thing. But beyond that, yes. it's that, hey, 15 minutes of fame. I got to have it thing. You right. know, it's. Oh, yeah. You know, it, and that just drives me nuts. Come on. People. I'm just always afraid that I would try to do something to get that 15 minutes and never quite get there. Well, so I, it's like I'm trying and I can't get that 15 minutes, Mark. Well, so, I got to get it. Now we have we have a trove of videos of people doing absolutely brainless things just trying to become famous you know and didn't it all start as the vine wasn't that it it was vine at one point I okay think. yeah and i think right. i think honestly i think this is this is you've got to you, you remember america's funniest home videos and it still yeah. makes the rounds you see it on online all the time people show right. sharing clips from it why hasn't somebody come up with a tv show with the world's dumbest tiktok videos <laughs> oh there you go see 
I mean, because it's a constant flow, a constant mm-hmm. flow yeah. of dumb stuff. But here we go. <laughs> and also dumb trends, people doing dumb things, eating Tide Pods. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And all the stuff coming from people on TikTok saying, yeah, see, this is what you do. Well, health <laughs> officials in Israel are warning the public now about the sugar content of fruit roll-ups after a viral TikTok trend led to multiple instances of the sweet snacks being smuggled into the country. A TikTok trend that went viral in Israel started when influencer, and that's another thing I hate, an influencer. Huh. Who are you influencing? Stupid people. That's who you're influencing. <clears throat> anyway, influencer Golnar Gavami posted a video showing herself wrapping a spoonful of ice cream in a fruit roll-up and then eating it with a satisfying crunch. <laughs> the video sparked scores of imitators, including from the official fruit roll-ups account on TikTok, <laughs> and the sugary treats started flying off the shelves to the point where stores were left completely sold out. The Israeli tax authority said an operation at Ben-Gurion Airport led to hundreds of pounds of fruit roll-ups being confiscated from luggage. Officials wow. said people had been bringing the snacks from the United States, where a box of 72 fruit roll-ups can be bought for about 27 bucks. They were bringing them to Israel, where a single fruit roll-up can be sold on the black market for as much as $6. For one? For one. Not a box. One. One. Wow. Officials said the confiscated luggage, as well as at least 10 packages intercepted in the mail recently, constitute illegal commercial shipments that would be subjected to the associated taxes and inspections from health officials. The Whoa. spate of illegal importations led the, the Israeli Ministry of Health to issue a warning on Twitter about the high sugar content of fruit roll-ups paired with ice cream. We need to go ahead and shoot a video. Of you and me with a couple hundred things of the fruit roll-ups <laughs> and send it out there and say we're taking bids now. You know? <laughs> LifeRadio.fm. It is the Mark and Mac show. And, you know, when the Apple Watch came out, mm-hmm. I remember thinking, this is cool. You know, I'm not a gadget guy. And Mark, I, I, I consider you a gadget guy. Yeah, I am. But you learn when you get a, how to use it. And for everything that it has, you are truly that guy. Yeah. And I love it. I'm not that guy. I look <laughs> at it and go, I would like to have that watch because I would like to be like Dick Tracy and uh, talk into my video phone on my wrist. I think mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Yeah. But it doesn't work the way I thought it would. So I lost interest. Yeah. But now I found out people use these Apple Watch and the, you know, knockoffs. For all kinds of really interesting, cool things. A lot right. of healthful stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, but I've never thought of it as actively saving one's life. No, no. But it's funny. I've read stories about, you know, all the features of the Apple Watch. Oh, it'll do this. It'll do that. Right. And But very rarely have I actually seen a story where someone has actually been helped. Like mm-hmm. Apple says the watch can help them. Well, until <laughs> until this one, the victim of a hit and run crash is calling his Apple Watch his guardian angel. Michael Broadcorb said it absolutely is a life saving tool. He was hit in front of his driveway last month. He was on a call when a car peeled out nearby. He said he took a few steps out into the street and a car came around the corner and just hit him. He says, I was just shocked. I mean, just the sheer force of what it's like to get hit by a vehicle. The car, by the way, never stopped. Just left him in the street, badly hurt. He says, the Apple Watch knew that I had taken a hard fall and that I wasn't responding in a specific amount of time, so the watch called 911. Wow. It also texted his wife and kids in the house, telling them what had happened. I wow. laid there, he says, I laid there, and my family had to come out and find me. That's a difficult scenario. Police say the driver was a 17-year-old boy whose family reached out to the department after the crash. Officers have intervened, uh, interviewed the teenager and are finishing their investigation before charging, uh, a charging decision can be made. Um, Mr. Broadcarb said uh, there's clearly a criminal element to this. This was dangerous. As he recovers, he's received support from his family, friends, even the CEO of Apple. Broadcorp sent an email to Tim Cook explaining what happened, not expecting a response. But wow. Cook wrote back. He says he wished me a speedy recovery and let me know that this is why they design these type of features. See, you, Tim Cook, whether you like him or not, yeah. 
actually showing, you know, what yeah. we're what people in Alabama are raised to do. Yes. Respond, you know, he's being polite. Yes, exactly. There you go. I I had a similar thing happen. I didn't get hit by a car, but a couple of weeks ago, I was uh I was on my way going somewhere, taking the dog with me, taking Cooper along, and I had him on his leash. And I was going down the stairs. We had the split foyer in the house. And I was going down the stairs to the garage. And he's all excited. And he got wrapped. He wrapped himself around my feet <laughs> with the, the leash and tripped me up on the stairs. <laughs> and I fell backwards and slid down the bottom set of stairs. <laughs> oh, you laugh now. But then uh-huh. <laughs> I slid down the bottom set of stairs. And while I'm laying there going, you know how you do the mental inventory? Is everything okay? Is anything broken? You're going through, you're making sure you're still okay. I hear uh, my watch vibrates two or three times. And I look down and it says on the screen, it looks like you fell. Are you okay? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and if you don't respond, it starts calling 911. Well, this one. That's cool. Yeah. Well, this one doesn't have dial up capability, but it would have used my phone. Yeah. So. Yeah, it would have called 911 if there was no response. Wow. Yeah. That's cool and scary at the same time. It is. Life Radio.fm. The Mark and Mag Show. <laughs> I thought you got lost for a second there. I did. <laughs> you know, some days, Mark, you just kind of drift. <laughs> I think that's ever Maybe since yesterday I think when that's I found how that out, guy got hit by the car in front of his yeah. house. He just drifted out into the road. I started the day on the wrong day yesterday, you know, and it's oh, just no. kind of, it's just going right through. I'm thinking, you know, if we just had a story about somebody tattooing their eyes purple, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> well, we did have that already. So yes, we did. We got the unicorns in Australia uh-huh. and we've got, you know, Unicorns. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. A woman who claims that she went out in the, uh, yeah. you know, out back with, uh, yeah, for, with suckers and wine. Yeah. All right. Stewart truck spill covers cars in uh, Colorado. Number two. <laughs> yeah. Commuters on the Colorado Colorado highway. Oh my! I'm Sorry, bad. I just I was I was Kripke for a moment. Commuters in a Colorado Colorado highway were were raising a stink after a sewer truck spill left their vehicles covered in apparent um, poo. The Colorado hmm. State Patrol confirmed the sewer truck spilled waste onto the eastbound lanes of Interstate 76 just after 5 p.m. Monday. Boy, that's the perfect time, isn't it? Nico Blankenship says he was behind the truck when some kind of dung started to spray from the top of the trailer. Blankenship said his car still smells of waste after several cleanings. Quote, not really sure what to do next. Hope it goes away. Just thankful my windows and sunroof were closed. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yes. Another driver's dashboard camera footage shows both lanes of the highway covered in sludgy brown mess. Ah. Yeah. The CSP said the spill was not considered a hazmat situation, and the trucking company uh, would be handling the cleanup. The stretch of highway was closed until Tuesday afternoon to remove the mess. Almost a full day, yeah. The same highway was temporarily closed near the same area in May of 2022 when a multi-vehicle crash caused a load of manure to be spilled onto the highway. This is what you call a crappy section of highway. (laughs) liferadio.fm the mark and mac show you know mark i'm really still a little flustered or last i don't know what today is could you tell what today is is, uh today is thursday okay it is the 11th day of may 2023 i don't know how it happened but Somewhere along the way, I just got confused. Is this something that happens when we get older? Just get confused on stuff? And when you're younger and it happens, you go, oh, boy. But you get older and you start thinking, is this the beginning of the end? Hey, from time to time, I'm going like, okay, what today? It's not. I thought it was was Thursday. It's not. You You know, know, (laughs) remember back in the day when we were kids and you knew what day of the week it was based on what was going to be on TV that night. Right. You only had three options, you know, and it was I just remember the Brady Bunch, room 222, 
Uh, I mean, Brady Bunch, Partridge Family Room, 222, mm-hmm. and The Odd Couple. Yep. I remember that lineup. Yep. I, it was weird when we uh, we took this little quick trip uh, last week. Because, oh, I bet it was. Because it's not like we started a trip on a Monday or we left town on a Friday. You know, it's like uh, if you go on a weekend trip, okay, well, I, when I wake up in the morning, right. it's going to be Saturday. So it's, it's yeah. you're going to keep track yeah. of it. And you wake up in the morning and go, all right, so today, oh, no, it's Tuesday. That's not today. You know, <laughs> everything is kind of out of sync because you're taking a you're, – you're in a, in a strange city – on a on an odd day of the week, it just just it was just odd, and I yeah. kept I kept losing sync with what day in the week it was last wow. week because of that. Man, yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah, it's just I I I don't know. It just happens at different periods of time where you mm-hmm. just kind of go, and I'm thinking this is the why we have like personal days at work, you know, yeah. or we used yeah. to. You know, and everybody has that one employee that maximizes everything, you know, from sick days. <laughs> true, and, yes. Oh, you know, we had one that we worked with, and she actually used every day. And then once she got past that in the 10th or 11th month, okay, and she needed a day, and she's like, well, just don't pay me. I'm like, well, sweetheart, you know, the point here is that we we want you to work, and that's, we pay you to work. we're paying you to be here. <laughs> and it's not an option where you can say, well, I just don't feel like coming in right. today. Don't pay me. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. we weren't going to pay you for not coming in. Yeah. But we pay you to show up. Right. And she never could understand why that frustrated everybody, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's like, well, yeah. we have the days. Well, why not use them? Mm-hmm. Well, she is the center of her own universe. And yes. Everybody it's needs a, to, yes. <laughs> it's right. a collective. It's a group. It's yeah. like, you know, a team effort. There's no well, I and team kind of thing. We all work together for the same goal, and you don't have the same goal. No. <laughs> and we need to figure out, <laughs> yeah. do we need to get on your goal pattern, or, uh-huh. you know, do you need to get on ours? You're talking about Oddly like, enough. I think it was, we should have been on her plan. <laughs> We're talking about keeping the day straight. I just remembered that. Remember that cruise I went on with my mom a few years ago? Oh, yeah. Where it, it's like a 10-day or 10-night cruise uh, going to the Southern Caribbean. Yeah. And it, we were on a Royal Caribbean ship. And when we got on the elevator the first time, I looked down and the day of the week is in the floor. Mm-hmm. Said, and the next day, you get on the elevator and the current day of the week is it's like it's like a, a section of the floor they take it out and they put the current day of the week in the floor and so so that way you can keep track of what day of the week it is while you're on this cruise separated from the reality of your life wow. and I, my first thought was how much alcohol do they serve on this ship <laughs> Life Radio FM, the Mark and Mac Show, and we have had our share of uh, bear stories over the last few months. Yeah, they just seem to pop up, yeah. and you and I both seem to have a—I don't know what it is, but I like a bear story. You know, yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, in, they come up out of a, out of hibernation. You know, they've been yeah. in hibernation all winter long, and they come out of hibernation, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, bang, 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 bang. We have all these stories of bears doing weird things, you know. But you find out that they can open car doors and stuff like that, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. That's what weirded me out. I didn't, you know, just didn't think that was a possibility. And it's just, you you read a story about that, and you think, wow, that's, that's crazy. And then you see the video of the right. bear walking up, tucking his little claws under the door handle and pulling, and you go, <gasps> whoa. <laughs> Yeah, he's it's not an accident that he no, got in. No, no, it's like he's watched people open the car doors and go, oh, okay. that's how you get to the good stuff. You know, yeah. <laughs> I can smell it in there. I just can't get to it. And, <laughs> and, and we have them in people's garages and under their porches and all kinds of. Remember the story we had about the lady who's bear, the, the, she had a porch and the bears hibernating under her porch. Yep, that, I do. Weird stories. Well, now. A West Virginia man's home security camera has recorded a moment a bear wandered onto his porch at night and rang his doorbell. (laughs) Dustin Smith of Fairmont, West Virginia, posted a video to Facebook showing the bear wandering up to his front door just after 11 p.m. p.m. and investigating his ring doorbell camera. The bear manages to ring the bell before running off into the distance. (laughs) He said... He wrote, last night we were a victim of the good old-fashioned ding-dong ditch, but this time oh. it wasn't being performed by a teenager. And no bag on fire, you know. That's right. <laughs> oh, my. Ding-dong ditch. The thing is that, ring that. Door, the ring doorbell rings on the outside. When you push the, the button, mm-hmm. you hear it chime at the doorbell. Yeah. So the, 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 
the bear may have actually seen the infrared light. I don't know. But <laughs> something attracted him to the doorbell. He's like, can I eat that? I can't. Pay paws at it, and it rings. <gasps> and he runs, you know? <laughs> LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show at that time of year where senior pranks tend to make limited news item history, you know? Yeah. Before social media and uh, online stuff, the weekly or daily newspaper, depending on how big of a city you lived in, you know, would report on such things. And you would have a couple of pictures sometimes if the prank was worthy of a picture. <laughs> but it was usually, you know, it was pretty nice. It wasn't a big deal. It was always in good fun. And uh, the ones that got worse than that came later when people lost their cookies. But yeah, when the headline says cow that escaped during senior prank gets a new name, <laughs> I really want to roll this one in and go back to the beginning, Mark. <laughs> well, we had the story the other day about the senior prank where they had. Okay, it's the, the same one. It's the same senior okay, prank from the other you. day. Yeah. That cow that ran loose through a Chicago sur- suburb after escaping during a senior prank has been given a new name. The Hooved Animal Humane Society in Woodstock said the That's name a was. Thing? Yes, it apparently is a thing. Imagine having that on your business card. Said the name wow. was chosen from hundreds of submissions from members of the public. Uh, the new name? Blossom. They named it after the Myambiolic TV series from the 90s. Blossom. Officials wrote in a Facebook post that the name is so fitting since she's truly blossoming before our eyes every day. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nothing like a government job. Uh, Blossom wow. escaped and ran loose through Niles in early hours on Thursday, last Thursday. The cow was one of several animals being brought to Northridge Preparatory School as part of a senior prank. The Humane Society said officials are now working to find Blossom a new permanent home. On a side note, Maya Bialik is suing them for using the name. <laughs> LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. And while the music's playing, Mark and I both go to IMDb to look up Blossom stuff after the cow was named Blossom, you know? And, you know, funny, yeah. generationally speaking, um, for young people who actually watched Big Bang Theory, okay? Yeah. And liked the relationship between uh, Sheldon and Amy, the mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, might not be aware, you know, that that Amy was actually the star of a huge show back in the early 90s. Yeah. And, by the way, so was Leonard, you know? Mm-hmm. Both of them were involved in big shows at the same time when they were kids. How about that? Yeah. He was on Roseanne during the time she was that's, on Blossom. That's right. Yeah, he was. Wow. He was. That is yeah. too, and you know, one other thing before we move away from that is move away from that. Thank but, you very much. Um, yeah, I apologize. So there was a point in one of the episodes early on in one of the early uh, Big Bang Theory episodes where they mentioned they needed a girl for their uh, physics bowl team. Remember that? Cause, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so they name off. Well, isn't yes. you know, the, and they name off the girl from Blossom, yes, you know? Yes. And she's a real scientist. And, yes. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> "We're not going to get the girl from Blossom." And he said, "What about the girl from The Wonder Years?" Because Winnie Cooper was uh-huh. also yes. uh, uh you know, on The Wonder and she mm-hmm. got a degree in math or something. Yeah. And she shows up in a later episode too. Granted, hers was not a recurring character. It was right. a one-off, yeah. but yeah. It, I just think it's hilarious how that Big Bang Theory show from mm-hmm. naming Sheldon and Leonard after That's Sheldon funny. Leonard. Yeah. And really taking the time to include uh stars like with the mm-hmm. you know Leonard the Roseanne episode people, you know? Yes. Um you know it's like Sheldon's mom mm. was, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. it's just the whole thing tying those all together and and of course having Leonard's love interest from Roseanne playing mm-hmm. his love interest, you know, in the first two seasons. Interesting. It's just yeah. crazy how they did all yeah. that, you know? And it's funny, people, a lot of people don't realize that uh, Leonard, his, his actual name escapes me now. Anyway, he was he was also uh, in the Christmas vacation. He was yeah, Russ. Yeah. He was the kid, yep. right? And yep. I'm looking here at the page IMDB on Blossom. Right. Okay, there's Mayim Bialik right. and Joey Lawrence. Because I kept yeah. looking at the video oh, as yeah. it was rolling a little while ago thinking, is that Joey Lawrence? And yeah. yes, You're thinking was. of Johnny Galecki. 
Galecki, by the way. Yeah, Johnny Galecki is the other guy. Yeah, yeah. he's the guy from That's Big Bang. Um, yeah. But thank you. <laughs> it's just like the name wouldn't come yeah. to me. It's like I couldn't remember the character names the other day. I could remember every cast member name but Penny and uh oh and you know, so I, I, it's just a yeah so penny and yeah. leonard for some reason those two names just would not come to mind and then and then suddenly a little while later it's like oh yeah but anyway so Maya bialik and then there's joey lawrence so yes and i'm looking through all these other people right that have been in this thing i don't recognize mm-hmm. any of their names none of them <laughs> it's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen people fifteen people Names I do not recognize, and faces, by the way, I don't recognize. And they were on that national television show show for five years, right? (laughs) Except for the very last one who was in four episodes, Phyllis Diller. Oh, wow. (laughs) How funny. Yes. Wow. That's just amazing. Yep. I mean, Bernard Hughes. Who? Yeah, I remember. It wasn't. He played... uh, I'm bewitched. He played the uncle who always messed up with his, um, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Him. Yeah. British guy. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. so. I don't know. Anyway, there's I have Gen- no idea. Jenna Von Oy, Ted Wass, um, Fanola Hughes. Wass sounds familiar. Yeah. There's one, there's Courtney chase, but then there's a bunch of Courtney's out there. So I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, uh, Kevin Jamal woods. That's familiar, but I can't place him. Right. And right. there's, but there's others in there. I'm like, I don't know who's people. This was their one shot, and it was five years. And I hope they save their money. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let's try this uh, voiceover for the Mark and Mac show promo. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no, in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no, in a world? It's not that kind of promo. Oh, okay. In a land that... No, in a land either. In a time... I don't think so. In a land before time... It's about the Mark and Mac show. They're on the radio. One man... No. When your life is no longer your own. What the... When everything you know is wrong. That's wrong. In an outpost... No. On the edge of space. Space? A girl. No. Two girls. No. Now, no. more than ever... Stop it. A renegade cop. <sighs> a robot renegade cop. You're fired. You're fired. No, you're actually fired. I'm fired. Get out of the booth, Jack. No, I like it in here. 